Fridays. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. Here we go, folks. More of morning, I was going to say. But more, it I, it's just instinctive. Morning. Yeah, no, it, it is, is, it is for us. But it's somebody could be listening to this on in the middle of the night or... I, you know, whatever. That doesn't matter. Very hard. When you're, the, when you're in the studio, you, can't, you, you find it very hard to kind of break out of that sort of frame of reference. Those ah, are, you're it's right. It's a bit like if you see a lad and um, uh, you see him out of context. Oh, yeah, Did you ever yeah. see that? Oh, it happened yeah. to me actually when during the week Remember when you were a young lad and you saw your teacher not in the school? Yeah. And you're like, who the fuck let you out? Exactly. You were like, you can't be outside in shopping centres. Because I remember here, there was a lad who <sighs> came in, right, and, um, and he was doing some work. But he's a lad who lives in Roundwood. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it completely threw me. I actually well, sort of didn't recognise him. To be fair, meeting people from Roundwood and civilization <laughs> is weird. Yeah. You know. Because he was out without a handler and everything. Uh, yeah, he had to put his shoes on himself it's and that was hilarious. Yeah. So. Come here, listen. Anyway, the thing I want to say, funnily enough, uh, kind of coincides, because we, we've just finished doing the show for today, right? When we're recording this. And um, and I just wanted to... Because we didn't really get to deal with it, right? And I just... I have so many questions, man, right? Oh, you know, oh God, we were, no. We were doing this thing about the... Um, Sort of home remedies. Yeah. Right? And a lad texted in to say that his missus, you remember this, went to the seventh son of a seventh son. Yeah. Uh, because the kid had a croup cough or whatever yeah, that whatever thing is. That's yeah, whatever that's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the instruction from the faith healer lad was to put his pubes, in, his under pubic the bed. hair, under the mattress of the kid That's in his cot. That's the weirdest thing I've you, ever heard. There's no way. Because it was a slightly delicate thing, we had to be very careful when we were talking about it on the on actual radio, radio show. yeah. But I mean, what in the name of it? Like, from the point of view of the faith here, I'll tell you what you do. I'll give you some of my pubes. How did he even get to it? You what got, is that about? Do you have any male pubic hairs in the house? Uh, no. Oh, right. Oh, don't worry, I know a fella. It's actually me. Um, yeah, but I mean, I thought he meant that. As luck would have it, I just shaved. <laughs> I you thought know. he meant from the point of view of like obviously I have special powers. Even me pubes can probably help that out. It's the weirdest thing. And then who thing. believes that? Who actually takes pubic hair from from somebody and goes right? I'll bring it home I'll and s- put it under me kids' mattress. Stick it under the bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I, I know. I'm sorry. So many questions. I know, and that's and, and even that is no less weird than your man that uh, take, that text in as well or send us a voice message going. No, no, no. There's a lot to be said for this. Does a lad used to take warts off by blessing straw? You're like, okay, fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah. And like he's saying, he's seen it as a fact, you know? Yeah. Yeah, bless it with straw. It, it, and like these lads were going around for years, and you know the way they used to do the thing where they make one leg grow? Do you remember that one? Make one leg that grow? That was the faith healers, to make your leg grow. You go in with a limp and they'd slide you down, and there's a trick they do where they make it oh, look like their leg is grown. Oh, that yeah, thing with the shoe. That thing, yeah. So they pull your shoe down, and you go, there you go, you're more balanced. <laughs> And you'd stand up and be crooked. But you'd convince yourself. You'd be like, yeah, I actually feel better. You know, someone says to you. Yeah. And you feel, we do it all the time on this show. People are coming on the phone for interviews. You know, we get people on the phone. Yeah. And they say, oh, I can't really hear myself that well. And then they go, how do you feel now? And they go, oh, that's better. And we've touched nothing. <laughs> we've literally don't be touched give, nothing. Don't be giving the game away. You know, we're like, that's as loud as it goes. Oh, how's that? Not quite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any better now? Hold on. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. And then they go, oh, that's better. And oh, we've done nothing. We've done absolutely nothing. It just shows that yeah, you, you can, mean, you're, people you're, believe... You're what, revealing the secrets of the inner circle. I, you're, like, you're like that lad who outs all the music, uh, musicians. The musicians. Magicians. I was going, magicians. And tells how the tricks are done. Uh, you're giving the game away. Ah, but that's like... You well, know, I tell they, you, I, what, I mean, the, this, right, whatever about in an Irish context and people believe in that sort of whatever... 
that the Americans take it to a ho- I mean, oh, they really that stuff do, yeah. with the whole evangelical kind of touch the screen. It's amazing. I mean, that's the, that's the ultimate kind of pl- place that this goes, isn't well, it? Well, they have mega churches. You know, you go yeah. to mega churches. But people who uh, apparently like walk, I say, walk. Yeah, and then some <laughs> lad who can barely walk gets up yeah. and he barely walks. And then everyone goes, Mother what? of Jesus! <laughs> It worked! It worked! They didn't know he could already barely walk. They were convinced at this stage he couldn't walk at all. It and just then, proves that, you know, like, we are. And, like, okay, yeah, I would never call... Well, maybe I would. I wouldn't call us gullible. We're not obviously gullible. I, I wouldn't have thought so, but I, but guarantee I believe some real t- rubbish in I was in just going to say, I guarantee there's some shit that we would fall for. Well, I felt, you know, I Because I'm amazed for- the amount of people that fall for shit. You're looking at it, you go, how... Like, seriously... Think about it. Well, especially with those preachers. There's a God up there. You know the way they do that? There's a God up there. Now, you know, they just go, whenever they can't think of it, and they just keep doing that, they go, get happy. When someone gives you something, you thank them. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) It's all like that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. And they're like, okay, everybody. For God wants you to give me $300. Woo! Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Woo, thank you, Jesus. For all of that money, I'm going to make this little boy walk. Uh, come on up here, honey. And he walks anyway. Yeah. And oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. And it's like $300. Oh, we're short $5,000. Everybody better start their revolution. And then he, like, you know, gives the kid a, uh, and the a slap, and the kid is like, woo! And the and, thing and about all, it is. And they have so much support, they got private jets and stuff. Exactly, there. and the weird thing about it is, like, it's, so it's, it's, it's religion and God and everything, right? And, like, anything about God is meant to be, you know, oh, like, everybody, he loves everybody, and there was the sinners, wasn't there? There was the, there was the prostitutes, and there was the, the tax collectors, and there was the, you know, there was all, and there was the yeah. poor people. But never the, the gays! <laughs> never the gays! But the poor he people... Left them out. All the poor people. But that being said, I mean, obviously, he'll do good for you if you give me $300. But if you were to give me $3,000, he'll do a lot more for you. Yeah, yeah. You you get to jump the queue. (laughs) You get to jump the queue, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing to fall for. And it's such Tony, a... Uh, Tony kind of, you know, hated the moneylenders and everything. Yeah, he did. But, that being said, yeah. if you give me $10,000 right now... And, and it's amazing they have a direct line, these lads, you know, probably because they've all that money. Yeah. They go, I was waking up this morning and I was speaking to Jesus. And I said, Jesus! You know this guy? I said, Jesus! Why is it these people have to give you that hard-earned money? And Jesus said, I need it. I need it. It's how they prove to me that they are in love with the spirit of God. Because yeah. uh, I mean, they're used. To, that's been going on for donkeys. You know those tithing things or whatever they're called. Why they call tithings or tithing or something? That well, you sounds have to familiar. Give, you yeah. know all those that give like you know massive percentage of their salary. Oh yeah, yeah. Some Who's places, that? I, I, is it the um I, the, I think Mormons. the Mormons? No. Is it the Mormons? You have to give fifteen percent or ten percent or something. Human hell. Of all your money, I think it's the Mo- I think the Latter Day Saints. You have to do that, yeah. Maybe uh, we should. Maybe there's a you know. Maybe it's a religion we could start. Well, I already have one. It's an agent. Uh, they take 15% that's of everything right, I make. Yeah. You've yeah. already got a touch-the-screen yeah. merchant. That's the cold time apart of yeah, yeah. the age. Every time, you, every time you answer your phone, it costs you 15%. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Like, yeah, my agent looks at me and thinks, that bastard takes 80% of all my money. <laughs> Uh, it's, a different, yeah. it's a different system. But really. it is, I mean, the, the, being gullible or whatever, you think, you, nobody ever thinks they're gullible. You always assume that you're kind of, 
You know what I mean? I, you, you know, like you always, you don't think that you're somebody who's easily I, led. I know, or whatever. but then I but look back on stuff I fell for. Like I remember, I was on the canal and I got talking to one of the Dublin City Council workers. Yeah. You know, just it was a nice day, and he was there, and he goes, and uh, and he got, I says, oh, the Swans, you know, up around Portobello Bridge there, you know. Yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, they're all the, you know, they made for life. I was like, I do know that, yeah. And he goes, oh well, they're all the single Swans. Um, <laughs> they're meeting each other up there. And a lot of them would be swans who had another half, but they died, he said. Really? Uh, so that's the, they're, they're like the widows and the widowers of swans. They meet every day. I was there, Jesus, that's one of the that's saddest lovely, things. I just thought it was so heartbreakingly <laughs> sad, you know. And, yeah. and I, I remember thinking, Jesus, so poignant. You know, me sitting here eating an old sandwich and there's a load of single swans. You know, building a community of broken hearts, really. And when did you find out he was winding well, up? Well, about 20 years later, <laughs> I was going out with someone who happened to do environmental impact studies, you know. Right. And I said to her, you know all those swans up there, they're all, um, that's the Lonely Hearts Club of swans. And she goes, that is the, you fucking idiot, that's where they throw bread in. <laughs> They stand outside the bridge pub and they throw bread in, so the swans go up there. There is no such thing as a lonely hearts club for swans. You fucking idiot. Uh, and I, 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 and I remember great. thinking, I've been saying that. I've told so many people that story. Like, yeah. Bordering on the whole, I think I did it in stand-up. I had thousands of people. But you, not as a and, joke, you told them as a sort of like, in, and I don't know whether you know this, Yeah. But. Here's this, here's this aching, beautiful, aching heart story of of the harshness of wow. nature and the bitterness that, of love. That's amazing. Because I, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, we've probably all fallen for the, you know, Go for the, 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 what did they used to call that? The long weight or something, or go for the. Oh, yeah, yeah, the know, left handed axe. Yeah, or the go, a box of sparks or black and white striped yeah, yeah. paint. Or all whatever. that else. So, yeah, go get me the, yeah, the black and, yeah. All that else. I've fallen for all that stuff as well. Yeah. No, yeah. I definitely fell for one of them. I can't think. It was definitely, it was a sort of a paint related one. Maybe it was a. Was it the black? I, I mean, I, I, would, I even find it hard now. To think that I fell for it. Yeah, what, what was it? Uh, what, like, it must have been the, 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 the striped paint or something. Yeah. Or the whatever. It, yeah, but see, this is it. You fall for stuff you don't know any better of, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I only copped it like when when the, the person that was sent to, the place I was sent, like it was obviously a gag between people. The place I was sent sent me back with a, a thing of yacht varnish. Yeah, yeah. For, for no reason. Yacht, right? see, just, just to acknowledge the gag to your man that sent us. Yeah, see, this, we hung around with a fella years ago, right? Yeah. And he would believe anything. So, of course, when that happens, you tell him stories, right? Yeah. And one of the lads goes, you won't believe what I'm after telling him. Right, and he goes. I told him there's a bus in Dublin called the Thirty Two X, and it works like a taxi. So if you see it, you stick out your hand and you get on, and they have to take you wherever you want to go. So you could say Gork or Dublin or Talla or North Strand or Rings. They have to go, and they pick up everyone on the way, and they have to go where they want. It's just this amazing service. And he was like, "No way, that's mad, right?" And then we were all sitting down having cans a while after, and he goes, "Man, lads, you know there's a bus." <laughs> And it's called the 42X. Brilliant. And uh, we were, and you, they have to pick, he told all the story, and we were like, that's a load of bollocks. Who told you that? Yeah. No one right well. And he goes, no one told me that. I was on it. <laughs> you I, know, was, I was on I it. I was on I, it. That's where you. Because we were laughing at him. Yeah. He had to get to face. You got, backed yourself into a corner. He had to double down. <laughs> I was on it, right? Where were you on it? Anywhere I wanted to be on it. Everywhere, everywhere, because it goes everywhere. Stay on it all day. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. So like, Man, that's like, brilliant. Said, like, you know, people do believe Matt, but this is the same fella, by the way, who, when we said to him, uh, we were talking, who was it we were talking? Malcolm X. Right. We asked him about, did he know who Malcolm X was? And he says, yeah, of course I know Malcolm X. And he goes, who is he? And he goes, just shut I have all his albums, he says. <laughs> so... So, so yeah. you know, you're not dealing with the world's biggest genius here. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Actually, because yeah. that, that reminds yeah. me of a. I remember um, this lad. This there was a band or whatever, and um, one of the lads in the band he worked in. Um, I think it was the post office or something like that or whatever. And um, he he turned around to said to his mate, you know, they were what, chit-chatting or whatever. And um, he turns around. He says, um, he says, I'm going to see um, uh, Ricky Lee Jones in the in the stadium tonight. Ricky Lee Jones. R- Ricky. Ricky oh. Lee Jones. Oh, really? yeah. Famous um, 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 singer or whatever in the in the stadium tonight. And your man turned around, going, All oh, right, yeah, right, right. Who's he fighting? <laughs> Deadly, I love it, I love it. Right, let's give you a few of the best bits from uh, during the week. Um, Speaking of, and it's kind of coincidental that we'll start with this because we've just been talking about people who maybe are gullible and get the wrong end of the stick a little bit. And, you know, sometimes when you're, you know, not familiar with an environment, you might get caught out a little bit. Like, say, for example, if you had to go and shop for baby clothes. Who could have possibly had to do that on the spur of the moment? What agent would make this mistake, (laughs) eh? I wonder. I'll I'll say nothing and all will be revealed. Uh, that's on the way. Also, um, spiders are very much the talk of the moment. They right? are, yeah. It's, it's that time of year. That time of year where they um, they come indoors for a little bit of spider loving. Yeah, apparently they come that's into your house told. with their hatchets and all. Yeah, and so. it turns out that maybe a little bit of spider loving could do your little bit of loving a little <laughs> bit of good. Oh, it might not be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, so, interesting. Yeah, you might have to go. Where's Brazil? Was it for Brazil? This you might have to go to Brazil. <laughs> also, we ended up talking uh, during the week about um. In fact, it was earlier today, um, as we record this, uh, we were talking about the home remedies or whatever, and it was sparked by um, by a, sto- a bizarre story of... Um, and this isn't even a home remedy. This is something that's been endorsed by by um, medicines, like uh, or by, you know, medical professionals. Oh, this, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, this, this is... Uh, whatever you do, do not poo-poo this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. The antidote to uh, a sore foot may be a smelly foot. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's very true. And then also one of our most favourite subjects um, crept up during the show or during the week on the show, uh, because there is nothing PJ and myself love celebrating more than a truly dull human being. Oh, we love it. There's, uh, there's really nothing more. Uh, nothing more. I don't know. Maybe it's a sort of part of us that makes us feel like we're still alive, <laughs> but we love to mock the boring. <laughs> so have a uh, listen. Uh, I will talk to you on the other side. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. Come here, I have to talk to you about something. I've um, oh no, you know, no, no. It's a bit. I'm. It's about my lack of experience again. You know, I'm only getting used to this being a dad thing. Right. My God, I made a stupid mistake. I am. I. I, I mean, this is going to come as a big shock to Jim McKay, but I can be a bit of an idiot sometimes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Who I said know, that? Yeah, I don't, well, other I than Lily White earlier on, but I mean, is that what he says? Well, I was worse than that. He's a. Oh. I smell a ham <laughs> off that lad. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, so I had to go and buy baby clothes. Right. For the first time ever, I had to go and buy baby clothes. Mm. And um, I, I, I don't like. I so it turns out it's a little bit more tricky than you think it is. You know. Right. So I, I went into the shop. And I, I ran through, it was like looking at the bits, uh, it was a bit of an emergency because, you know, poo and all. Uh, so I ran in and um, a teenage woman, teenage... You, you, you'd, you'd 
pooed yourself and so you had to get the clothes in a hurry, is it? You were running through the... What? No, I just did that there a minute ago. No, I, I, I had... The, the, you know, because there was an emergency situation where oh, the day done where it. the little fella oh, had right. had filled. You're gonna up. have to be. You're gonna have to be clearer oh, when, you're, ta- oh, yeah, when you're telling the story about yourself. You're gonna yeah. have to be clearer on stuff like that. So right. I ran into the shop, yeah, right, and I was looking at the baby clothes, thinking, "How in the name of God are these so big?" You know, right? Is they're they're so. How what sort of women are having new babies this long? Do you know that kind of way? Right. They all look really big. And I said to the woman, I was like, "Sorry, I'm just I have newborns. I'm just I have a little situation. I need to get." And she goes, uh, yeah, um, no, new arrivals doesn't mean babies. It means clothes that are new that have just arrived in this shop. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, as in, as in the autumn season arrivals, as in the end of summer clothes yeah. and the arrival of the autumn season. I, and I was standing there and I went, new arrivals? Sure, that's, that's four foot tall. I was there. Who has a kid like I was that? There, I'd nearly get Jim into that baby grow. <laughs> I was there, wow. new arrivals. <laughs> yeah, and the way she said it, she was so sassy. Uh, this isn't a baby section. <laughs> you weren't even in the kids section. I was in kids you were, section. You were looking at the new arrivals in ladies' wear. Yeah. Were you? Suits. <laughs> new arrivals. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, but the way she just goes, uh, this isn't a baby section. New arrivals are clothes that are new that have just arrived in this shop. Yeah. So she had to really spell it out for me. <laughs> and I was saying, well, they're not, they are kids' clothes. Like, she went, yeah. yeah, but they're not yeah, exactly. baby clothes. Like, like, yeah, they're for lads going to school. Yeah, yeah. I was looking like a tracksuit for a two year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. I was thinking, how in the name of God? So I, oh man, new, I have a lot of learn. New arrivals. Yeah, yeah. How, oh. I mean, just out of curiosity, how often have you ever been in a shop before? Well, this have you is, never seen the term new arrivals anywhere, no? Well, it turns out maybe I did, but I, I don't know what I was thinking, I suppose, is what happens. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, now look, I'm going to say it's an easy mistake to make. I'm going to say that. That's not what yeah. I'm thinking. But see, I'm going, it, could, it could happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, I, new arrivals, they should make, especially when you're, t- you're in the kids' section, they should make it clearer. Yeah, I, uh, it's like the other time years ago when I went into a shop. You know the way I used to get real nervous going into shops and all? Did you? Yeah, I did. I don't know what it was. I'd start sweating and all. I'd get real nervous. And I went in. All I, sorts of shops are, are specifically clothes shops or what? Or? All kinds of shops. But I remember going in and picking up a pair of jeans and I went to the woman and I was going to say, can I change into these? I was going to say. Right. I says, can I change these? And she goes, do you have a receipt? <laughs> and you hadn't even bought them. I hadn't them. even bought them. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just standing there and went, No. And she what goes, were you going to do? You're going to get into them and leave your old clothes just in the changing room, with? you? Yeah, yeah. I was just, can I change? I was just going to see if they fit. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, can I change these? And she goes, have you got a receipt? I went, no. And she goes, well, then, I, I no, can't. Yeah. So I just walked over and hung them on the, I hung them back on the thing and walked out. And she just must have thought, what? did he just give us back a pair of pants? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's so not you, my first time. Well, rather than just saying, "Can I try them on?" or whatever. It was, yeah, yeah, I was too. Yeah, I was too embarrassed to say sorry. I meant to say. <laughs> so I just put them back in front of her and walked out the shop. Glory days. It's the very best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Uh, good to have you with us, folks. Um, at the moment, uh, 
you'll probably know, because um, I, I, in fact, I mentioned this yesterday. I said I wandered into my bathroom. Oh, yeah. Did I mention this on air or was I just telling you? No, you were just telling me this morning. You said there was a big, big yeah, fella yesterday, in there. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, was in the bathroom. Just went in, like, got up or whatever. I was in, brushing my teeth. Turned around, there was enormous bloody spider, right, on the floor in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's that time, isn't it? We said this before. There's a time they every year. They all come in. They want to come in and mate and lay eggs and all that. Exactly. Sort of track, They're yeah. all feeling fruity, and for some reason, they make their way indoors yeah. to get jiggy in, they... in, in in spider senses. Yeah. Their spidey their spidey senses are tingling. But I mean, I suppose the, as we've said many times about it, compared to say where Clint comes from in Australia, right? At least most of the creaturey type things over here. Ah, they're grand. They're fairly, you know, fairly innocuous. They they're grand. I think there might be one that bites. Is there in yeah, Ireland now? I, I don't, don't know. know. There was always that rumour that the daddy long legs had the most be- uh, lethal poison in the world, but he'd no teeth. I'll tell you something. That's not true. When I was golfing at the, uh, the weekend or whatever, right, there was these, what do you call those things? They're like, they look like hornets or whatever. I don't know what they actually are. That Wasps. Was, no, no. But these things, I swear to God, they were the size of helicopters. <laughs> these big dragonfly like, things. Big, yeah. Yeah. They were enormous blooming things. And what did you do? Nothing. I just looked at them and went, look at the size of them, and walked off. Anyway. That story okay. went literally nowhere. <laughs> it's not a great anecdote. Yeah. I'm just saying. I know, but we what, get a load of these fellas, right? Over in Brazil, there's been a sort of a series of spider bites, right? Right. Now, it's a poisonous spider. Not, it won't kill you, but it, it'll hurt you. If you get bitten by it, it's uncomfortable. It's a trip to the doctor if you get bitten by it, you know. What, is, in, this is in the jungles or something, is it? Or just well, it's in, in Brazil, so right, okay, uh, I'm not sure where yeah. in Brazil, but it's in Brazil. And uh, if he bites you, uh, yeah, you get sore, you go to the doctor. But there's an unusual side effect in that, um, much like the old blue diamonds, he gives you a sort of an excitement uh, in an, an area of your body... What? Uh, that, uh, you, let, let's just say you stand to attention in a certain part of yourself for 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 a number of hours after you get a bite. After a, sp- a spider bites after you, after this sp- particular spider bites you, and you and it ends up affecting and, you, and it ends up that you're you would be able to make make more family members quite easily after you're bitten by this fella. Wow, is what? Yeah, and now of course because that's been happening a fair bit. The scientists are looking at this to try and see if they can come up with a new Viagra because this stuff seems to work even better. I mean, there'd be women all around the country now throwing spiders into the beds. <laughs> yeah, when they find them in the house. Yeah, yeah. We go. Picking them up. Derek, get in, in here. Get in there under the duvet. Get in there, yeah. Do you give, want me to put them out in the garden? No, I want you to roll around on top of them. Give him a bit of a nibble there, will Yeah, you? give, give him a nibble. Going. For God's sake. So that's mad. So, yeah. You get a spider bite in Brazil and end up with a... Uh, for four hours. With a, you could, with like a you, morning glory You of could be ready for morning glory indoor camping with the other half for four hours, they say. Four oh hours. God. This stuff is lethal. So there are a load of lads running into so there's the There's loads of lads, yeah. Suddenly there's a lot of spider Here's enthusiasts. Here's Spidey, Spidey, Spidey. Yeah, yeah. Here's Spidey, Spidey. <laughs> It'd be something like, that'd be like... That's, what a mad side effect. That'd be me, you know, the next time you can find a spider in your thing, you didn't, keep, you didn't bring him in, which is... <laughs> I mean... You know, the pre- you know the premise of actual Spider-Man is that thing about being what bitten, bitten by a radioactive spider and getting these superpowers. Isn't that that's, the thing? That's a weird superpower. It's a weird one, I isn't it? I was bitten by the Brazilian spider. Yeah. Now, look at that. Yeah. What's after happening to you? Imagine your missus looking at you. What are you doing going around with that? Yeah. Careful where you keep knocking over all the oil. I'm after getting bitten by the spider. Again. He's after biting you three times this week. Oh, and what are they How doing? How does he keep biting you? What are they, like, is it dangerous? No, it's it's like it's so the 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 venom itself. They have to do something to it. Obviously, they can't just you can't just because the spider bite will put you in the hospital. Uh, yeah, but does it do anything else? The to good you? thing about it is, if you get bitten by the spider and you're lying on the ground, when the ambulance man comes, you're giving them a handle to put you in the back of the ambulance. 
What you know the name for that, don't you? <laughs> What's the actual name a for pro- that? A priapism. Priapism. A priapism is no yeah. wanted. And of course, you you know it from personal because experience. Because it happened to me. Yeah. No, I wasn't bitten by a spider. I got. Oh some... yeah. Maybe there was spider venom in that swimming in pool swimming. you fell into. That was unbelievable. I never thought it was happening. You can, if you get a massive bang on the back, you know, you can get this thing called a priapism, and it may it's the same effect as this. It gives you a big, yeah, uh, accidental excitement. And I had an accidental excitement for at the bottom of a pool. I was. Like that, I thought. Yeah. I thought the firemen were going to breathe into because you give me CPR. Yeah. It was great. You were lying there waiting to be rescued, and everybody was playing that hoopla game on you. Horror. <laughs> with the with the life yeah. boy things, just playing hoopla. Oh yeah, yeah going yeah, yeah. on. Hey. A young lad from Blanchetown hit me in the face with a horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> Glory days. The best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. There's loads of weird enthusiasts. There's people that get into everything. They make it their whole lives, you know? Yeah. Here's Marzipan, what's his name? He's delighted with himself, you know, sitting there with his... Did he give us his name, Marzipan magazine flicking through his top Marzipans of the week. Gary. Gary, you'd be there going, going, oh, the marzipan recommendation of the month is out. I can't wait to see it. Gary is the go-to marzipan man from now on. Now, I'm not saying Gary is dull, but he does (laughs) remind me of this man. Um, Britain's dullest man, Kevin Beresford. We've talked about him on this show loads of times. Now, he has been named officially as the dullest man in Britain because he is the guy that released uh, calendars of the uh, roundabouts, his favourite oh, roundabouts of Britain. That's right. And then he did um, the Journal of the Best Service Stations uh, in order around Britain, uh, yeah. in his area, of course. English John was very annoyed about that. Very that, annoyed. That had been an ambition of his for a long time. Very long time, <laughs> yeah. I know, he was rage and somebody beat me to it. Oh no, drat, goddammit. Um, so that never happened. Uh, and now he's released his plan for the 2023 or the 2024 calendar. Oh he's ahead God, of I himself. Can, I can't know. wait. So it's going to be uh, a feature of his favourite allotments around the UK. Allotments. He says allotments and, and um, community gardening is something that is completely overlooked in popular culture. And he'd like to do his bit to bring it to the fore. So, even though nobody really uses paper calendars anymore, he's decided that he is going to bring out his allotment calendar for 2024. He's just started working on it. He wants to bring, he wants to make allotments a thing again. Yeah, he says he? he says he used to think allotments was full of dull people. Um, <laughs> but now he says he's been to a few and he says when you get talking to some of them it's actually pretty good. Yes, compared to you, he, the dullest man in the Britain. The dullest man in Britain. Marzipan enthusiasts are head cases to you. Yeah, they're wild. They're, they're wild the by compared to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Photographing roundabouts. Yeah, he's he goes eco um eco warriors as he calls them. They're not eco warriors, they're people who grow carrots in a lot. <laughs> he says they're resourceful people and whatever's going around that's been discarded, they'll use it. They don't just grow plants, he goes. Some of them keep bees and they can use two litre bottles, old two litre bottles, very usefully. He says it's, it's a relaxing place. Um, to, to be go fair, I allotment. suppose you and I are probably of an age where we should be embracing allotments, maybe. Well, I, I mean, yeah. Well, you don't really need an allotment if you have a garden. That's because you and me are in denial, though. We still oh, think yeah. we're young. We still think we're groovy cats on the beach. We still think that we're like... Do we you know, think we're groovy cats on the beach? We think we're groovy do cats we? on the beach, yeah, we do. You know, if we if this was the fifties, we'd be walking around with open chest, big collar shorts, and and you'd have your a medallion on your chest and all. Yeah. You know, we'd be doing all of that stuff. I wow. Think, yeah, we're we're still 
You're right, yeah, we're still at the cutting edge, aren't we? We're still, you know, hip. Yeah, I can use the internet, man. (laughs) How does that make me old? You know? No, you're right. I have a smart telephone. In my pocket. Mm. So I think it's safe to say I'm still with it. You're still, you're still on the You won't find edge. me with those carrot barriers. <laughs> no, sir. Not me. Wow. Um, so a photograph every month of a different allotment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Well, quite, the, quite the gift, that would be. Isn't it funny, though? Because calendars used to be a, a, a real Christmas gift, didn't they? If you were stuck for something. Like you, and you only wanted to spend a few quid. You got a calendar, you yeah. send somebody a calendar. And it was normally a, something like Beyonce or race Or your favourite football team. Favourite football teams or something like that. Now it's allotments, roundabouts and petrol stations. They really have gone back. It's a wonder they're not that popular anymore, isn't it? Glory Days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Anybody who's a regular listener to um, to the show over the years will know that uh, my good friend and learned colleague here, PJ Gallagher, has long suffered with bad feet, haven't you? Oh, gee. Your old bad you know, feet, your plantar fasciitis. I tell you something. Has caused you endless aggravation. Endless aggravation yeah. and flat-footed limping around the place, yeah. you know. And, you know, we're st- medical advancement's a great thing, aren't they? They are. So but- who knows, maybe... Maybe this latest medical advancement could help your bad feet at some way in the future. Well, I... I it's not your particular ailment at the moment. No, this isn't for me. This is like a diabetic foot ulcers are a problem, you know. Um, are they? For some people, yeah, they are. And foot ulcers happen and they, they don't really have a, a proper... They can treat them, but there's not really a cure cure for them, if you know what I mean. What is what is that? Is that like... It's like, it's like a sore, isn't yeah, it? Or is like it like a, a wart? Like or an a, open sort of sore like a, on ooh, your foot. nasty. You know, like the same as a mouth ulcer, I suppose, but... But down, on your feet. Down below. Way down below. <laughs> way like down yeah. the very bottom. Oh, the air, yeah, the uh, end. Yeah, down the end, yeah. Um, but they think they may have cracked what can treat it properly, what can cure it. Uh, only problem is it may leave your foot slightly smelly because baboon poo is what they reckon they can use. They found a way of using baboon's poop and they reckon baboon poop, um, like obviously you wouldn't just rub on the, you wouldn't be just going up to the zoo and asking for a bag of poop, you know. Yeah. For, uh, sorry, uh, Jim's foot ulcers are asthma. You wouldn't have a load of poop there from the baboon. Now, don't give me the chimpanzee poop. We did yeah. that last week and it didn't work. It's uh, They make it into a tonic or a yeah. tablet. Or, well, you wouldn't take a poop tablet, but you know what I mean. Some sort of a different thing. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I mean, and they uh, reckon it would treat it very, very well. I'm uh, all for medical advancements. Obviously, makes perfect sense. You know, the better, the more, the merrier, whatever. But how do you find out that baboon poo might help your foot also. I really don't know. Was a fellow walking around the zoo barefoot yeah. or in sandals? <laughs> and, you know, he stood in a load of it and went, you're not going to believe what's after happening there. It was, it was like a, overnight it was cured. Yeah. Do you remember that big yoke on my foot uh, that was there? Uh, well, I only stood on Jerry's poop there, you know, Jerry the baboon, and it's, it's just, after cleaning itself right up. Look at this. And, and the thing about it is, obviously, you know, look, we're not being, as you say, you're not going to be sh- smearing baboon poo on your feet or whatever, but... So, so, but somebody had to had to find out that there was something in it, some chemical, yeah. some whatever. So, what are you doing with baboon? Poo? I don't know. It's like who's the first person? Like, I don't know if that's if it's real. It might turn out to be fake. You know, it might turn out to be like the yeah. having a slash on your friend if he gets a jellyfish. You thing. see, now that's where so, I was going with this because I'm. You're you know, kind of thinking to yourself, is it one almost like an old wives' tale? Did some zookeeper turn around to a lad and say, "Something with your feet"? I tell you what, you need to do: nip into the baboon thing there, right? Yeah. Grab a load of their poo. Smear it on your Smear foot. Smear it on your feet. Do you the world yeah, of good. And then him and the other zookeepers are <laughs> look what he's doing now. Look what he's doing. He's in there walking in the, in the baboon poop. 
Yeah. Thinking the hell. He believe anything that lad. You, you, you just wonder yeah. where he the got or- stung by a jellyfish last <laughs> week, and the whole lot of us had to go. <laughs> That lad would believe anything. You just wonder you know, where the origins of it came from. I know. Because you know what old wives' tales, you, you know, like, remember the one, there used to be one to do, I think it was, was it to do with warts or something? And it involved burying things in the garden. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's quite the leap. Bury something in the garden. Rub it, rub it on something and bury it in, rub it on your wart and bury it in the garden. Or was it go to sleep with an onion in your sock with one of them? <laughs> do you remember that? Wasn't there something about that? If you couldn't sleep or if you had... But a, a sm- like a bo or something in your armpits. You went to sleep with an onion in your sock. Was that it? And what? That just distracted people. <laughs> the smell of the onion distracted them from the bang off you. Going, what sort of thing? Are you after eating a sandwich? No, no, just an onion in my sock. As you can see, I have a ball hanging out of my uh, sandal there. Uh, I, Where did they come from? I don't know. You know, I told you the story about my father going to the faith healer with the wart in his hand. Did I tell you that? And he went to the faith healer. Well, he said he rang the faith healer on the phone, and the faith healer, right? On, says, the, on the phone? Yeah. That, that really is a leap of faith, that oh, is. wait till you hear. I don't even have to be there. I could tell you, they're on the phone. That's exactly what happened. He goes, you don't even have to come into me. He goes, put your hand on a piece of paper and trace your hand with a pen. Right. right? So I have the shape of your hand. Put a cross on it where you think the wart is, roughly. Roll it up in 50 quid and post it to me, he goes. Are you serious? And he did it. And guess what? Ten days or so after, like, he did everything for this wart. Yeah. Went to the doctors, he froze it. He did it all years he had it. And then he sent it to the, and ten days later, it starts to unravel and all. But within within two weeks, it was gone. Amazing. And guess what happened then? What happened then? He got a letter about two weeks after that, and he opened it up, and it was his drawing and his 50 euro. And a note that said, sorry I never got around to this, I haven't been feeling well over the last month. <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. There you go. Some of the best bits uh, from uh, during the week on um, on Morning Glory. Um, do you know the other thing? I was about to say to you, literally just because it's instinct at this stage in all the years I know you, I was about to say, have you anything exciting, you know, planned or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> but... but <laughs> I stopped myself because the other day PJ came into the studio before we started the show or whatever and I just said to him um, um, uh, any crack? And he goes uh, there's never any crack. There's never any crack anymore. No. The crack is gone. <laughs> the crack is gone. I've never seen a man's life yeah. literally do a proper 180 Yeah, completely. From, yeah. from being everywhere all the time to being to nowhere never the house. ever again. <laughs> there is no crack. Right, so I'll have to think of a new question to ask you. No more sort of like, what's it, where? Do you want an exciting... No, there is no yeah, crack. I, I just, are you all right? <laughs> Every day. Maybe that's it, you know. Mate, yeah. Not how are you? What's the crack? Anything happening? Yeah. Any news? I don't have I any that's what I'll, just, I'll, start, I'll forget questions. I'll start using statements. Good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, just leave it at that. And so see you too is how I'll answer. <laughs> and then we'll do the show. It's oh a, my god It's a deal Everybody said me life was over I'm really shocked to find out they were right You've been listening to Glory Days The best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory With PJ and Jim Catch the show live Weekdays 6 to 10 On FM Online at Nova.ie Or on the Nova app